0: We are studying six parameters uh, of uh, perfection in our journey. Today uh, we'll talk about and think about together perfection of a meditation Dhyana Prajna. It's a fifth uh, parameter. In our daily life, especially in modern time, our mind is distracted quite often with a highly stimulated uh, machineries and technologies around us. So our mind have a tendency to be very distracted and restless always moving and following thought after thought and feeling after thought and creating inner noise and mind chatter all the time. If you don't meditate and tackle them they will dominate you distractions, inner noises and chatters in your mind consuming your good energy make it very tired and then feel fatigue. Because of this our awareness is always fixed with the ego. Everything tends to, to judge or uh, see things from ego's perspective in the face of our minds and, and emotions. So keeping uh, everything, repeating everything in habitual pattern and habitual behavior. So perfection of a meditation and perfection of a meditative concentration means that training your mind, starting your mind, and starting yourself. We stabilize our mind and our emotion by meditation, by being mindful and be aware of a, whatever we do, whatever we say, whatever we think in our mind. So what is meditation? How do you meditate? Meditation is calming your distraction and calming your mind to restore Buddha nature. Very positive, all uh, beautiful qualities of your inborn wisdom. So you cultivate that in in your mind. So letting go of any thought arise during your meditation and any distraction, any thought, any pattern appears, just recognize it, simply let it go and come back to your breath. That is cultivating your meditative concentration. In your body, we are balancing yin and yang energy. So how do you know you are meditating well? There are so many people meditating 40 years, 50 years, 30 years, 20 years, 10 years. So how do you know you are practicing meditation properly? Do you have any idea whether you can sense that you meditate well? in mind, as we said, uh, meditation is uh, restoring your Buddha nature. in your mind, your mind is calming down and centered and grounded and have inner peace and that positive quality, inner happiness, inner joy arise, and you feel you are completely perfect and beautiful so you, you in your mind, you're you're cultivating that centeredness, and in your body, while you're meditating well, the checkpoint is if you have a lot of saliva in your mouth, ma- in your mouth, the kind of pure sweet saliva coming from your under the your tongue or in your mouth. That means you are balancing yang and yang energy. So if you experience that, you are meditating well. After meditation, if you feel that your hands and feet are warm, that, that means you are meditating, you are balancing your yin and yang energy. All yang energy most of the time up here is coming down to your lower center, we call dan zhen. so your dan getting warmer. Sometimes while you are meditating, you, you may feel something in your lower center, tan Sometimes spiral energy moving there or warmth or some, some form of uh, uh, energy you can feel. That is because you are balancing your yin and yang energy. When yang energy coming down to your, your, lower, your lower center, your hands and feet and your lower abdomen getting warmer, at the same time, your yin energy, cool, refreshing energy arising through your spinal column. That's why it's critically important to stretch your back and stretch your neck and center your body. Because if your spinal column is crooked, then this energy, yin energy, cannot travel up to your brain. So, Stretching your lower back and neck and head it is the way to allow your yin and yang energy balance during the meditation. That's why it's correct posture is critical. It is like a sand, sand watch. Do you know what is a sand watch? It's a sand up here and it's empty bottom here. But when you put the sand watch, all sand coming to the bottom. So, in your meditation, all your energy, especially all your young energy, coming down to your lower abdomen and Danzhen um, <coughs> inner centers. <coughs> so, that is a checkpoint during your meditation. If you're constantly thinking something, thought after thought, and chasing uh, ideas, then you will not have this uh, balancing chi. When you balance your energy, yin and yang, your mind getting refreshed, light, cool, feel great, feel happy, feel strong, and feel confident that you can do anything from there. But if you, your mind and body working together during the meditation, so if you have a balancing just yin and yang qi, then it is easy to restore your Buddha nature and then letting go of distraction. So that is a deeply related to your mind and body in your meditation. So how do you meditate? Most of us let you know how you meditate. You just simply center your mind and body and let them go of all your thought and follow your breath. Do not try to do anything, do not attempt to do anything or try to control your breath. Just simply follow your breath and sustain your awareness through, through your entire inhalation and exhalation. So you begin to aware of, even at this time, be aware of your beginning of inhalation, center and the end of inhalation and then beginning of a, exhalation, middle of exhalation, the end of exhalation. So your focus, your awareness, constantly be with your own breathing. So that is the way we train our mind. So physically, mentally, emotionally, we build stability and letting go of agitation, distraction, and instability. So we can achieve focus. Clarity, composure, tranquility, and, and centeredness. So, ability to focus and and concentrate the mind brings clarity of your mind. Begin to see when you think. Begin to see how you think and how you communicate and how you uh, behave. So, this is the way. Or building meditative concentration and transforming habitual pattern, habitual way of being on earth, and transforming misperception and attachment that cause suffering and confusion. So, as we eliminate this uh, misunderstanding and attachment, we begin to experience this joy, compassion, love and wisdom of our true self. so There is no attainable wisdom or enlightenment without developing this uh, meditative concentration. So meditative concentration is a foundation for all Buddhist practice. So the previous parameter perseverance or joyous effort is the one help you to really cultivate this uh, meditative concentration. And this is uh, critical to cultivate inner awareness because that is the beginning of all six uh, uh, parameters. So developing the mind through concentration, contemplation, and meditation is a critical uh, practice in Buddhist tradition. So if you meditate well, then what will happen? What kind of things uh, you will experience in the future? If you already experience something, you can see which stage you are in. So in Buddhism, we have about uh, four stages of uh, cultivating meditative concentration. The first stage is that uh, developing inner awareness, developing Awareness of what is happening in my mind, in my thought, in my life, in my body, and in my world. So you begin to aware of it. When you begin to aware of it, what's happening in your mind, and your body, in the beginning, you will identify, you will see a lot of a negative quality really bothering you, anxieties, worries, and some time unhappy and depressed and <coughs> all this negativity uh, seems dominating in your mind so that is a very good beginning to know about the, what is happening in your mind and body when you know what is happening in your mind especially as a practitioner you make a mind to keep up unwholesome desires and thought Just the awareness itself is not enough. If you begin to see what is happening in your mind, in your life, in your body, and if you're competing that habitual pattern, then you will experience that negativity along the way. And you don't want that in your life. So you keep up uh, this uh, unwholesome, thinking unwholesome desires so that's a very big step in the beginning so when you learn to to meditate constantly daily you have this inner awareness and and then your mind begin to function positively by stopping any thought arise it's confusing or negative or make you depressed it's like uh, when you drive somewhere, there are many stop signs and the red lights. If you don't stop at the stop sign or you don't stop at red light, what will happen to you? Not only you are hurting yourself and harming yourself, you are hurting others. And sometimes car accidents can kill people. So you can get killed or you can kill others if you don't stop at the stop sign. So the first time, first stage is that's aware of it, you stop that negative thought. So a negative way of communicating or a negative way of behaving. So you just stop it. That is a way to stop your car at the, at the red signal. Meditation makes the mind tranquil and calm and, and grounded. That allows you to accept your innate quality which is symbolized here. Your inequality quality is like this. Perfect, rounded, and beautiful, and helps you to, to go back to, to your centeredness. So by engaging meditation you cultivate this awareness and recognize what is arising in your mind and then discern it and let go, and stop that negativity. And that is the way to help you to be here and now in the moment. To live uh, at the present moment. And free from unwholesome desires, which is a cause of suffering, anger. If you agitate, if any thought arises and makes you unpleasant, be aware of it. That unpleasant feeling, unpleasant thought can create a larger drama in your life. And you know, she or he is not attentive to my needs and not really pay attention to, uh, all kind of can, can come out. Just uh, not pay attention to, to the thought of those uh, unpleasant thoughts. So letting go of ignorance, miserliness, jealousy, pride, all those things are creating uh, suffering and hurting us and hurting others. So in this stage, the first stage is very critical that just overcome pain in your body uh, and then develop awareness in your mind and stop negative thought, desires, and uh, negative way of being on earth. And second stage of meditation is that attainment of inner peace and concentration of your mind. Awareness now bring you further step to cultivate inner peace and really building spiritual stability. In this stage we learn to stop our mind following after thought. So if any thought arises and you know, another thought just to keep following uh, different thoughts and multiply it in, in that habitual pattern. So you begin to stop second thought. If you have one thought arise then try to stop uh, so you don't wander off and, and follow uh, this uh, useless uh, thinking in your mind all the time. So in this second stage you begin to develop a joy and interest over your practice and your well-being. So when you meditate constantly in this second stage you feel light and joy and refreshness and you know, joy and ha- happiness. But in the beginning of our meditation, we struggle with uh, a large of our negative memories. All of a sudden in your meditation you remember something really hurt you when you were young, or uh, anxieties and tensions, stress, worry, all this resentment, regret, are those negative fears coming in your meditation and knocking you. So th- this is the time you challenge this negativity and stop the habitual pattern. After this uh, second stage we develop a concentration on a continuation of the, our, our practice it's, a, it's a like a watching flow of a river. If you go to East River here, sometimes water goes upward. Sometimes it's going the other direction according to a high tide or a low tide. So our mind is like that, always flowing. So try to watch your mind and restore and see your pure, clear, and clean mind. So Gautama Buddha was going to a village to give a Dharma talk uh, with Ananda, the chief disciple of Buddha at that time. So they crossed a small canal, and then further toward the village, but Buddha was very thirsty and tired. So he sat down under the tree and asked Ananda to fetch the water I'm very thirsty. So Ananda went back to the canal, and big, huge cart just passed by, and the, the muddy water. So he looked at the water. It's uh, unfit for drinking. So he went back to the uh, Buddha, and described that you know, lots of muddy water, and it's uh, impossible for you to drink. But Buddha keeps saying, I'm very thirsty. I need the water, so go back, and uh, fetch the water. So we, he went back to the canal again. Already lady second time, the muddy wa- water was a, a little more settled. So it's a clear, but, but still unfit for drinking. So he cannot go back to the Buddha anymore. He will you know, demand the water. So he cannot do anything. So he just sat and meditated. So after a while, he opened his eyes, the water, the muddy water, become clearer. All the mud would settle down and become very clear. This is exactly the same with our meditation. The mud is, is like an unwholesome thought or a negative thought constantly polluting our consciousness. So a lot of muddy uh, water uh, constantly uh, distracting us. But if you let it, let it be, just uh, be silent, be quiet, and meditate. As the mud settles down, all your distracted thoughts will go down. All distracted feelings, emotions, and uh, all those qualities settling down and become very quiet. So in your meditation if anything appears don't analyze your thought don't fight with your thought, don't be bothered with thought just stop everything and let it be and let it go then you can gain this pure consciousness within yourself, which is uh, the Buddha nature. Third stage of meditation is uh, equanimity and well-being. So if you keep meditating, you you now have uh, that awareness. Now you know when to stop and how to stop. You just be aware of all those uh, agitation arising in your life, in your mind or in your uh, surroundings, then this equanimity, when you keep continuing practicing it, you feel like uh, you are centered, you are balanced, you are able to remain in this uh, uh, centered place. So this equanimity in Buddhism is a foundation for wisdom and, and compassion and freedom. So, when you have this uh, equanimity, uh, that equanimity comes from power of uh, awareness, power of, power of observation, and your ability to see things as they are without being by caught. So, when you develop uh, deeper meditation and uh, deepening over your meditative concentration, this equanimity arise in your mind and bring greater sense of peace. So equanimity means that remaining centeredness and balanced in the middle of whatever is happening. So balance comes from your inner strength and stability. Equanimity can protect us from eight winds. In Buddhism, we call it eight water winds praise and blame. And success and failure, pleasure and pain, fame and disrespect. So, this is eight wind. So, when you have a positive wind, you are happy and delighted. When you have a negative wind, you are disappointed, distracted, and, and unhappy. But th- serenity or your centeredness, your equanimity, able to sustain in the centeredness, even though people are phrasing you, about, uh, if you have a fame or successful or a pleasure, it doesn't make you off the balance. Because if you are attached to these positive winds, the very beautiful winds, it is a setup for suffering for the future if the wind blows different direction. When you have a, a lot of a successful things and happy and, and have a fame and people praise you, if you have a conceited or elegant arrogance, that is really can be a cause of a future suffering. So it is a very, very careful. All those winds is just the winds, not attached to it. So if you understand this uh, serenity comes from equanimity, then all those winds is uh, opportunity for you to study your mind whether you are moving, or distracted, or over-enjoyed, and overbalanced, So meditation is really connecting us to the really deeper part of you. It's, a, it's a all positive, beautiful, balanced, and profoundly good. So deep within us, beyond our cherished mind, beyond our conscious mind that we all have this very beautiful center. That's why meditation is critical to recover it and this, when you enter and experience this uh, Buddha nature, this is untouched by any of your problems or negative uh, experience and impressions. So among seven billion people on earth, how many people are meditating Sunday morning at this time? Very few compared to the seven billion. And Buddha said the only lucky ones have a mind of inspiration to meditate. So we are lucky ones. Not everybody learning this stuff and jump into practice, but we are the lucky ones understand what meditation or what Buddha Dharma or Buddhist teaching can advance us and bring happiness and and freedom so we have that inspiration that's why we begin to meditate it is very good to know that you have already very big uh, uh, advancement in Korean said that beginning is halfway done. So all of you at least begin this process of meditation and halfway done. You are fifty percent achieved the latest. So It's very important to, to remain practiced and always continue so you can finish the rest of fifty percent. The final stage is that awakening and continuation of a meditation 24-7. It would be nice, but we, we wake up from our ordinary consciousness to make every little things we see, experience, as a peak experience. Think about it. That is a living, that is a life. If you are alive and continue to meditate, and uh, reach this uh, fourth stage you will be awakened and you will have this um, meditation all the time regardless of what you do regardless of the environment so sitting silent meditation this is a beautiful meditation you will enjoy and you just uh, go back here to your center to your buddha nature and drinking then happiness, wisdom and and, uh, inner serenity. And then when you get up, getting up is a meditation too. When you walk away, you practice a walking meditation. When you read a book, become you are reading meditation. When you eat, it becomes eating meditation. When you're listening, it becomes a listening meditation. When you talk, it's a talking meditation. Everything becomes meditation. Everything becomes your peak experience. This is a final stage. Don't think it's impossible. It's possible. There are many examples. Like Buddha or San. They all did it. So we can do it too. So we call it this is a meditation of Tathakata or meditation of Awakened One meditations of uh, enlightened one or meditation of Buddha. So it is possible to meditate all the time. So If we could keep practicing it we will have this uh, meditation or meditative state whenever or whatever we do. We can do anything and everything and still practicing meditation. That's why awakened one comes back to the world and help us to be awakened. So in conclusion, meditation has to be part of your entire life. Not just sitting one hour here in meditation. Always have this this meditative state or meditative mind in your daily, everyday activities. Your body is a temple. Your body is a meditational, so you can meditate all the time since you have a body. Wherever you go, your body goes with you, right? So you can meditate in all times and all places. It is like um, food, if you are hungry, your wife eating doesn't help you eliminate your hunger. Right? Nobody else can eat for you, you have to eat yourself in order to eliminate hunger. Same way, meditation is something that we have to do it ourselves. It is nice to be around these meditative people and a meditative uh, spouse or meditative friends, but unless you do it, you cannot eliminate or calming your own mind. So become happier and enjoy benefit of a meditation and practice it, uh, meditation all the time. At least the beginning with the sitting meditation. Sitting meditation is a foundation. So developing inner awareness, giving up unwholesome desires and negative thoughts and cultivating your inner peace and concentration of our mind and stop the mind Chasing after thought, and then stay balanced and centered with equanimity, and wake up, wake up from your ordinary thinking pattern or ordinary way of being on earth, and practice meditation at all times and in all places, whatever you do, and wherever you go. So, perfection of meditation but Dhyana uh, Prajna is this. So I hope that everyone inspired today, as Thomas as said, that 1% of inspiration and 99% of effort, joyous effort of practicing it, that makes you a genius, that makes you a real awakened one. So let us uh, make a, another commitment today or make a real inspiration and, and resolution to experience this beautiful different stage of meditation, and you become master of meditation. So you can help others to do that, to be awakened.